Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director, and this is The Daily DC. Thanks so much for listening. Today on the podcast, keep your eye on the ball. This impeachment process that is underway, call it an inquiry if you want, we know where this is headed. There are so many developments that are legitimate bullet item news developments. Rudy Giuliani saying, you know, hinting in a tweet that he is not going to cooperate with the subpoena for documents that has been issued his way by the House Intelligence Committee. Uh, That's a significant deal, something to look at, no doubt. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo actually on and listening in to the call, the July 25th call between Trump and Ukraine President Zelensky. And when asked what he knew about that call, he completely dodged and committed sort of a lie of omission to Martha Raddatz on ABC News when, you know, eight days ago or so, he was specifically asked about his knowledge of the call. Well worth looking at that. Attorney General Barr apparently being dispatched by the president to Italy or to to deal with his UK counterpart, to help apply some pressure for the president on these allied countries that they should help with the investigation into Donald Trump's conspiracy theory of how the 2016 election interference investigation got started, the genesis of the Mueller probe, if you will, or Donald Trump in conversations himself with the Australian leader needing their help on on the origin and genesis of the FBI investigation into Russian interference and any potential collusion with the Trump campaign. All of those are some headlines from the last 12, 24 hours, okay? What I mean by keep your eye on the ball is, while all of those may be important, they're not actually at the heart of what the impeachment inquiry is about. For that, you already have all the information you need because the White House, Donald Trump's White House, gave it to you. They gave it to you in black and white when you can read the summary transcript, the rough transcript of that July 25th call. And you can see how Donald Trump was attempting to make clear to a foreign leader in a country who is dependent on U.S. assistance for their own national security and who has a strategic place in the U.S. national security interest to do Donald Trump's domestic political bidding. That was the ask. Investigate Joe Biden. That all should not drift into the ether of the new headline churn. That should be front and center every day as we discuss this impeachment process, because the president was clearly misusing his office by putting in place of American foreign policy a domestic, personal, political priority. That that is just that's not spin. That's not some slanted interpretation. That is just a reading of the facts that are before us. Now, these latest developments certainly add context and probably some noise around what is at the heart of this, but we should not lose sight of what is at the heart of this. That call that the White House put out for everyone to read is not, as the president describes it, a perfect call. It's not. And anybody who reads it can see that. Now, the other thing worth paying attention to here is Donald Trump's call to identify the whistleblower, which is so completely antithetical, completely antithetical to the purpose of the whistleblower protection law. The whole concept of being able to have somebody be a whistleblower 
in our intelligence community, in the U.S. national security apparatus at large, without fear of retribution, without fear of identification, so that there will be no retribution. What is so critical about this? What is so critical is that this is what makes our intelligence and national security apparatus work better, function better, be able to better protect the people of the United States of America. That is the whole point, is that when there is wrongdoing happening that is spotted, that somebody can report that without fear of retaliation. If you remove that fear, wrongdoing, so goes the thinking behind the law, will be reported in a more accurate, honest, open fashion because you've removed the fear of retaliation. And not every whistleblower complaint gets labeled with urgent concern the way this one did by the Trump-appointed intelligence community inspector general, by the Trump-appointed acting director of national intelligence who says the whistleblower acted totally properly and within the law throughout this process. So Donald Trump can spend all the time he would like calling for the identity of this whistleblower to be revealed. But when he does so, he is undermining the very purpose of the Whistleblower Protection Act that is in place to strengthen America's national security. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's what he's doing, in addition to potential witness tampering. All you need to do is look at the arguments that Donald Trump and his allies are trying to spin up in the right-wing media echo chamber that is no doubt causing a rallying effect for his base. Look at the donations that are pouring in to the Trump campaign since impeachment was launched. Look at his strong approval ratings among his core supporters. It's going up. There is a rallying effect that no doubt is happening. But if you look at the arguments they're making, whether it's a completely bogus claim that the whistleblower protection law was changed just a couple days before to allow the whistleblower to include information in the, in the complaint that wasn't observed firsthand. That is not true. That is not true. It's been debunked. But they're making these arguments because they have no other argument because the central charge against the president was put out by the White House, has been backed up and substantiated by the White House because you can just read the call. Everything else may be good context to have, but if you just read the call, which completely corroborates the whistleblower's complaint, so this whole notion that there's somehow hearsay, which it's not, the, the notion that it is to be dismissed ignores the very fact that the whistleblower complaint corroborates the call. If you want to know one other thing, if you want to look at one other thing to see why the president's arguments and his allies' arguments are not working at this time— just look at all the public opinion polling that has come out in the last couple of days. I mean, here at CNN, we put out a brand new poll uh, on this yesterday. I urge you to go to CNN.com slash politics. Check out Jennifer Agesta's complete write-up of the poll. But 47% of Americans in this poll support impeaching and removing from office Donald Trump. That is up six points since we tested it in May in the aftermath of the Mueller report. And... Those opposed to impeaching and removing him from office, that's at 45%. That's down nine points since May. 
a clear majority, 54%, had been opposed to impeaching and removing him from office back in May. Now that's down to 45%, that opposition. And we see this evenly split country now. This was a country that was clearly opposed to impeaching the president. And it is now a country clearly much more evenly divided on this issue with the pro-impeachment folks on the rise. That that's the side where the movement has been going. Donald Trump knows this. He sees it. And it's why you see why his Twitter feed is the way it is right now as he's trying to explain away a clearly problematic handling of his office. So there is going to be a torrent of news uh, over these next few weeks. And each little development, as I said, gives good context, perhaps. But it's not some mystery revealing itself to the American public. It has all been revealed already in how Donald Trump handled his position of power as president of the United States for his own personal political gain. That is clear. That does it for this edition of The Daily DC. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in again right here tomorrow. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.